Hey, sister. Hey, sister. Welcome, listeners, to the Sunflower Society podcast, where we are helping you maximize your gifts and talents and your day-to-day activities to have an impact in the world. Let's get ready to go. Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Sunflower Society podcast. I'm Justine Gonzalez. One of your hostesses here. My sister Kara and I are so thrilled to be having you return as a listener. Be sure that you write us a review on iTunes or even share a screenshot of one of your episodes and your takeaways in your Instagram stories. We're also excited to announce the birth of our new company together, which is a premier holistic learning resource for women called Spiritually Strategic Co. We help professional women maximize their spiritual gifts in the marketplace through our books, digital courses, and customized coaching programs. We hope that you'll follow our brand new page on Instagram at Spiritually Strategic underscore Co. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. Can you hear me okay? I can. We're here. We are live on episode 27 of the Sunflower Society podcast. I feel like it's been a while. We we took Thanksgiving break off or Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And I think we hadn't released one since the week before that. So it's been two weeks, I think. Yes. So listeners, if you have not yet, be sure you check out episode 26, Truth Bomb. It was, it was, I feel like it was one of our juiciest episodes. I really loved it, but mostly because we got to get our Sex in the City characters straight. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Once and for all. it was. Yeah, that was a fun part. It was. So should we do, it's, it's archetype, right? Should we yeah. character archetype today from a different show? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> what show? Just choose a show. Let's do it. <clears throat> Let's do Friends. Oh, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Okay. Well, <laughs> listeners, um, welcome. Like we said, you'll have to check out episode 26. If you want to hear our analysis of each other and then think it through for yourself. Um, But (laughs) last time, let's do the same way we did last episode, which was I said what I thought you were. And then I wanted to see if it matched up with what you thought you were. (laughs) Okay. Or do you want to do reverse? I did you first. Oh no, you did me first last time. Okay. I'll do you first. Okay, uh, right off the top of my head, I feel like you're probably a cross between Ross, <laughs> or not Ross. <laughs> oh, That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> Actually, yeah, if, like, if you have to pick a guy and a girl, you're a cross between Ross and Monica. What? Maybe a little Joey oh thrown in there. Goodness. 
Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. You're probably. What do you think? Who do you think? Accurate, actually, because Ross Ross has yeah. like a cool undercover cool vibe, but yeah. he's super nerdy. Yeah, and smart. He's very um, intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. And Monica, she's a total boss, and yeah. like yeah. not in a bad way. Uh, yeah, we'll take it. No. Are you ready for me to do yours? I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that you're a combination. If we do a guy and a lady, that you're a combination okay. of Chandler and Phoebe. Okay, I could oh, agree with that. Yes, definitely Chandler. No, I I already know it because Chandler has, is a real smart ass, and I feel like I'm kind of yeah. smart ass. And um, but he's also smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's very sarcastic. I'm very mm-hmm. sarcastic. Um, and then Phoebe, definitely yeah. Phoebe, because I feel like Rachel. She's nice, but she's a little flaky. And she also isn't like the most loyal person. I don't feel oh, like oh. she's kind of looking out for number one. And I don't like, I like her style and her, like she ends up being able to turn her life around and go after her dream job and all that, which I admire, but she's also a little flaky and I don't feel like I have that component no, to my character. I would agree with so, that. And- Phoebe is also little flaky but she's like fun artistic and just a little on the ditzy side which I can do that as well so I don't want you to take this poorly but I haven't seen you run for a while but I think you probably might run a little bit like Phoebe (laughs) um I'm pretty good at running so (laughs) well okay my husband might disagree with me but I, I just I haven't seen you run for a long time so I don't know I'm not sure. I'm pretty good. Ask my children. Actually, yeah, you need to do a poll of my kids next time you see them and see what they say. But I'm I would probably also. ask them not in front of you because they'd probably look at you first. And I could totally see your middle child being like, oh, yeah, mom. Yeah, mom's pretty good. No, they would <laughs> tell the truth. He would look at me if he didn't want to say he'd be like, mom, you're going to take this the wrong way. But and I'd be like, go ahead, buddy. It's OK. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know your oldest would be brutally honest. Oh yes, not no, even a no. pause there. My youngest, yes, too. but your middle one is who I think yeah. would like look at you first and yeah, be a little yeah. more sensitive about it. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're here. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about? How, I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about our first course and mastermind program that we're offering through spiritually strategic co yeah yes i'm super excited about it i told justine when we started all of this that i don't even really care about the like business component of it which sounds silly and i'm sure later on i'll i'll care a little bit more about that but for me Um, the program has been just putting a label to what I've been going through for the last year or Mm. year and a half. Um, And I think Justine would concede with that. I think we both were able to put our heads together and put a process down um, that we identified that we both Mm -hmm. have used. And it's really funny because 
I, I fully agree with the steps of the process. I didn't even, I never even thought to like map it out and Justine did a really amazing job of putting like actual categories. Mm-hmm. Just call me to Ross. Each each mm-hmm. of the process Ross and she, Monica. yeah she's yeah. a genius mm-hmm. at this <laughs> but as I'm like uh, we both obviously went through um what we had you guys do as a full journal challenge um right along with you to kind of just you know do it in a way like because we've as we've used the process in our lives we haven't really like said okay this is the reboot phase or put a label yeah. to that but going through it with something, a specific subject in mind and, and using the step-by-step process was absolutely incredible. I personally had a lot of major transformation just in the five days that we did it. Um, I used my boutique as the, the subject in my life or the area in my life that I wanted to do the bull challenge with. And it, I mean, I, everything has changed. So it is a really powerful process. And I'm not just saying that because, (laughs) you know, we came up with it. I really think it's amazing because like, I I feel like I've, I'm just going to say this and I think I've said this in other episodes, but I've gone to counseling and stuff before at different points in my life. And during crisis is one thing to work things out. But when you're just looking at like when you are are feeling like mentally healthy, physically, everything is good in life. But there's like an area of your life that's like a little bit eh, you're not 100% on board with. Like, I feel like that's what this process is for to kind of just increase your abundance and joy in your total, you know, your total existence and be able to make things more freely flow, I guess, in your life without, um, without having to, I don't know, it, it wasn't really, there were parts, I think it's a self Yeah, there were parts that were painful, but it also was really like eye opening to just do these simple steps to get to those places where you're like, Oh, I never even thought of this that way. Or, um, I actually ended up deciding throughout this process that I was going to not do my boutique anymore because it wasn't something when I really look at, looked at it and broke it down, it was something that was taking away from my life more than it, what it was putting into my life. And I wasn't, I was sort of just spinning my wheels and I wasn't able to come to terms with that prior because I felt like I was quitting and going through this process just helped me validate the feelings that I was having, why I was having them, and why it was never going to work. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so uh, for our listeners, if this is just the first time that you're tuning in, of course, we always encourage you to go either binge listen or a la carte the episodes that kind of jump out to you that interest you the most. But if this is your first time listening, um, Kara, my sister, my older sister, she and I, I'm Justine. So, you know, some people say we sound alike. So I'm just differentiating for listeners, new listeners. Um, you need to get more of your teacher voice going yes, than people. Yeah. Stop running. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so we actually are our new company that we've founded together is called Spiritually Strategic Co. And we 
it kind of was worked from this podcast because we've been doing our podcast now since last spring. I have owned my educational consulting firm, Educator Aid, for almost three years now. And so made that transition into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, and, and the thing is, Kara and I have always been very creative and had entrepreneurial efforts, right? Whether it's been through multi-level marketing with different companies or like, I feel like we have both always for lack of a better term, had side hustles because we like the creativity mm -hmm. of it. We like mm -hmm. endorsing things that we believe in. Um, and actually, one of our side hustles about a year ago, we had another company where we exclusively were ghostwriting for authors. And It was two years two ago years. now, I yeah. feel like. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Time flies. And the like, to see just this rebirth and the ability to continue to learn and grow, I think resilience is such an important piece to anybody starting something new. So even if you're listening and you're like, I'm not going to change careers, I am not an entrepreneur, but maybe you have this idea for a blog, or maybe you just want to do something different in a creative way. Um we started looking back and what Kara is speaking to with just a journal challenge that we recently did and our protocol that we developed. Um, our process is five R's, right? All the way from rebooting something to redesigning and reimagining how a specific area of your life could be. And it made sense when we went back and mapped out this process because we, we've analyzed this now and done it multiple times but it's one of those things, again, until you go back and take time to reflect, you're like, okay, so what did I do to get here? What, what did I actually do in order to be successful with this particular thing? And when you break it apart, it was these exact steps. So all that to say, we are so excited because we're launching our first course. You can do just the online course. We are going to offer an option to do module by module purchase if that's more your style and you just want to dip your toes in. Um, but so many great things, so many different levels of access and support. Um, and we're really excited. So I just wanted to share that so people have really clear information about what it is we're doing. We, we both have multiple endeavors we engage in because we like that. And um, I don't know. I don't know if you want to add anything else, but that's just kind of a little background information on us. And there was something else I was going to say about that, but it's called Bold Without Burnout. Our, our official website is, is up and launched. So that will continue to be a work in progress, but you can also learn more if you go to spirituallystrategic.com. Would you add anything else, sister? Um, no, not at this point. We do have an extra special, um, beyond the course, um, and all this, the fun stuff that comes along with that. We are also putting together a really special, well, it's special to me because it's something that I love. Um, but I can't say any more than that right now. Yes. Well, I think that's good. And so we're going to circle back though, to, um, this whole idea of rebooting. And this is the first step in our process. So again, even if you're just getting familiar with us or you're like, what is this really all about? We completely understand because we do the same thing. You want to know what, what you're diving into. So we're actually going to be doing our next episodes 
each episode is going to be about this process. And obviously, like Kara said, we can't give you everything, but we're going to do our best to touch on those topics. And hopefully our hope is just to get you thinking. Um, And that's really our mission with Spiritually Strategic Co. is to really help women leverage their spiritual gifts, not only identify what are those gifts and what am I passionate about, but how do I leverage those and share them with the world? Because if you have something really great to share and you're, you're super creative, or maybe you're an artist, or maybe you're an aspiring musician, whatever it is, we, you don't want to let those things go to waste, you know? And I, I have a friend who I say is, says, you know, our life is not a dress rehearsal. Like we're not, Mm -hmm. we're not like getting prepared for, oh, okay, well someday 20 or 30 years from now, I'll try that. No. Or I'll have time. Right. 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 And I think that is something we tell ourselves. And, and if you go and visit uh, spirituallystrategic.com, you can get this free journal that we have. It's like over 20 pages, but it asks you a lot of questions about that as far as wealth and success and your goals, because a lot of what we encounter in life and how we start to think about things is tied to our initial thoughts about that. But like Kara said, because we don't often, when things seem okay or things seem like, oh, okay, we're comfortable right now. We Mm -hmm. often sit back and we don't take advantage of that to step back and say, well, let me reflect on what I really think and set new goals. And I feel like this is just such, um, such a tipping point time because we are literally less than a month away from a brand new decade. And yeah. Can you believe it? I was at the drugstore yesterday and the cigarette aged by was 2001. What? Wait, what? I'm confused. Oh, according to a license. Like the, yeah, yeah, I see. You have to be this old. And I was like, what? Yeah. 2001 did you did it make you feel old well <laughs> I mean I don't know no actually I I like getting older actually I feel like I'm an old soul so I should be an old I'm person an old soul in ways but I still love compliments and I will say I did have a moment where our, I started laughing hysterically at a coffee shop the other day because <laughs> they were there were these two younger ladies sitting across from me. They were probably like 20 to 22. They looked like they were doing undergrad mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. they just, they were younger and mm-hmm. <laughs> they were bumping some, some jams and Rihanna came on a Rihanna song, like an older one. And literally in mm-hmm. my head, I was like, Oh, I love this song. It reminds me of college. <laughs> and then one of them goes out loud. Oh, Girl, I love this song. It reminds me of junior high. <laughs> oh. And then I said, I looked up and I just started dying laughing. And I said, I just thought I was the exact same thought, but you made me feel really old because my thought was, this reminds me of college. And they both were cracking up and the one goes, really? They're like, you look amazing. You look like you're like 25. And I said, no, I am 35, but I will take it. <laughs> So I at least got, I got a good compliment, but I don't mind getting older at all. You're still going to get complimented late into your ripe old age. Oh, I I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm claiming it. (laughs) Are you claiming it for yourself (laughs) or do you want to look old too? (laughs) 
No, I don't want to look old. <laughs> I mean, I okay. Here's the thing: we have a, we have a, um, we have beautiful women in our family. Yeah, we do. I, do. I, I'm not going to deny that. But I love a woman that is just beautiful and she has good laugh lines around her eyes. I just love that. And so I'm actually getting those and I'm happy about it. Oh, well, you do laugh a lot. So that's good. I do. I try. Yes. You try to laugh? (laughs) I try to watch funny things and listen to funny things. So I do. Joyful. Laughter makes the heart joyful. Well, so let's, I guess let's get back to this and maybe you want to share. I know we did like a live webinar, which again, if you visit spirituallystrategic.com, you can sign up for our free bold babes community. And that is where we post anything that's free, right? So we have our uh, webinar we recorded actually with our sister-in-law about a week ago. Um, We've got the journal on there and just some other things. That's where we're always going to put our free stuff and house it. Um, so you want to be sure to check that out, but I know you spoke to this a little bit on the, the webinar and really it was kind of a debrief of the five days bold challenge, but do you want to talk a little bit more about just rebooting and how that looked for you? Because I know you and I spoke a lot and we connected a lot about it because that first step seemed like it was probably the most challenging for you. Because yeah. you have an, you, um, you own yeah. an online boutique and, and business that right. you started, what, last February or March? Yeah, February, the end of February, I think it was. <clears throat> so I was really holding on to this dream and idea. Um, I'm a person that, you know, when I when I do something I want to try it like right away. I don't want to like marinate in it for a long time because the chances of me actually following through and doing it get slimmer and slimmer as time goes on. And I tend to talk myself out of things. So I've learned that I'm much better off just going for it. Um, So that's exactly what I did. And um, this business was developed actually with uh, my sister-in-law. And so our concept of the whole thing started off as we want to help women feel beautiful. We want to help them dress themselves beautifully and all, Right. you know, the, the intention of it was really, I loved it. Um, we got into the actual work of the business, um, and she had to step away for personal reasons and it became me. And I felt like I was just kind of like floundering and really pushing into this thing that was really providing a lot of resistance. Um, I, But during the whole time, and I, I will say this is the thing that I, I had to go through this because I had to learn some of the skill set that I have now to do the business that Justine and I are, are doing. Right. I didn't have the tech skills that I have now. Like I learned so much in the last few months about building websites, um, just, you know, kind of doing ad copy, all of, all of the technical, I learned like what you, for the most part, what you need to do in order to have a successful online business. I flipped my business um, from, doing pop-up boutiques in person to doing a hundred percent online pretty soon after the transition occurred where it was just me as the sole business owner. 
And um, just because I have a really busy life, I love spending time with my family. We have lots of sports and stuff going on. I didn't have time to be places on like the weekend to do a show or whatever. Um, So it wasn't feasible for me. So I switched to an online model. I was bringing in money. I I mean, I, I was doing pretty good. And it wasn't that it wasn't working. It was just that <clears throat> I didn't like it. Which I want to like, pause plain- here and say, if you're listening, that can sometimes be the most discouraging part of rebooting anything. Because mm-hmm. especially, I think almost more so when it is something that's making you money. Because all signs point right. to, and I kept telling Kara, right, from my perspective, I'm like, dude, that's amazing that you're already, like, you're not just breaking even you're actually making profit already. Like that's incredible how quickly you've built this and developed it. And I want you to know that because I've been in this a little bit longer and I see how many people, you know, fold up and go home after one rejection or after one month where they don't make any money or something like that. So I just want to point that out to people because a lot of times if you're, if you're passionate about the dream and the why, you will figure out the how. And if you're doing something yep. from a service-minded mission, meaning I know my heart behind this, the money will come. Mm-hmm. But, but this right. is just such a, a beautiful example of where you guys had a lot of success very quickly. Yeah. And a lot meaning, again, depending on how people define things, but as far as being profitable, as far as booking like different events that you probably didn't even know existed before you started your business, like those, those kind of things, when you look at it all said and done are pretty incredible. Um, You brought in organic sales from offline. So I think the other you know, the other thing behind that, and you're probably going this direction with it. I'm just pointing this out to people because it just because something didn't work yourself dissatisfied with it definitely doesn't mean it's a failure because now like Kara has this incredible skill set, just another one, you know, on top of our ability to write and edit and help people publish all those things or start businesses or whatever, fill in the blank. Now there's this whole other body of knowledge that literally she knows how to help somebody start an online business within a matter of like two months. Right. Right. And you know, if you, if you go into something because you love it and you love you love everything about it. You can have this fantastic vision on the horizon of what everything you want it to be at fruition, but it is important to be able to shift your ideologies as you're getting there, because God is going to show you different things that you're either good at. You're not good at that. You didn't know about, right? He's also going to put new people in your path. He's going to provide, a certain support system for you to either fail or succeed or, you know, shift a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to listen to those things as you go. And for me, shifting became really natural. I was able to like, it was really scary at first to just try things 
and just like get an idea and just try it. Um, but as I started doing that more, I realized I was able to shift more quickly and morph into like, okay, this is going to take me to the next step. If I, I thought it was going to be this way and look this way, but it actually needs to look this way. And so I go that direction. My instincts were right. I, I have no doubt about that at all. But what it came down to in the end was I was unhappy <laughs> every, almost every single day because I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy, there was nothing. Okay. The online space you can do really, really well. And if you have the technical skill set, you don't like, you can, you can succeed. If you have good product knowledge, all of that stuff, you can succeed pretty, pretty easily. Um, you got to put a lot of effort into it. And, but for me, like that part of the business, the, not having actual contact with people, um, seeing people's expressions when they tried stuff on and looked in the mirror, like that, that took a lot away from it. And I didn't like just being this random online boutique that, well, it's you transactional. know, you can, and it's very transactional. And I, I just, that wasn't my, that wasn't my goal. And so I had to look at like how many hours and how much energy I was spending and see if it was really worth all of that to me for a, for a dollar is how I correlated it at the end of the day. And it wasn't right. So, well, and that's what will, that's one of the things that we'll be talking about. And we do talk about in bold without burnout is that is also what will burn people out very quickly because you you can't have one without the other. Hence the name of our company, Spiritually Strategic. A lot of times you can have great strategy or you can purchase tools or training or whatever. But if you also aren't working in a holistic way on the inner work, your personal development, your spiritual walk, and having those tools to nourish you, then it is all for naught. Um And likewise, you can be super connected in your walk with God and have like go to yoga every day, be taking care of your body and feeding it properly. But then on the flip side, maybe you're like, "Uh, I have a good idea. I have no way to get started. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what steps to take. So it's like you have to have this balance, kind of this yin and yang. But I, I would say based on, you know, thus far, our first key takeaway in this episode would be to exercise the ability to pivot. And pivoting is not necessarily about changing the tools or even changing the mission or strategy. It's about rethinking how you're going about getting there. And I think all too often when we feel rejected or dejected, basically, because we feel like we failed, it's not, it's about the resilience. It's about how you respond to it and how you view it. I think that's one of the tools I'm most excited to have in our course is another protocol that everybody will get. And And it really just breaks down, how do I quickly pivot? in any situation, whether it's at work or in relationships, but how do I quickly ask myself, what's the blessing in this? What are the obstacles I need to overcome? What are the lessons I can learn and take away from it? And how is the divine guiding me? 
right? And that's bold, right? That's an acronym, people. (laughs) So, (laughs) So when we talk about getting bold and then also not burning out, it is being very, very reflective and continually seeking to understand I'm on this journey, I'm on this path, and also having people to do that with. I think that's been the most instrumental thing is, is being able to have um, Kara to talk with. I have other people, obviously, and I have different business coaches I've hired, which have been incredible. Um, but I think just know if you're listening, you don't have to do these things alone. And it doesn't matter what your endeavor is or how big or small you think it is. If you're serious about it, you're passionate about it that will be enough to continue to fuel you. And I just have so much admiration for you because I think that that where, where most people give up is where you decided to say, well, no, let me get bold, you know, using the acronym, Mm -hmm. let me step back Mm -hmm. and let me really lean into this reboot phase. And most people won't even ever approach step one of our process because it's too scary or it's too uncomfortable, or that would mean that I totally disrupt my life. Because in reality, you might need to reboot your marriage. You might need to reboot a friendship you have. And that can be the trickiest step is the first one to say, what area in my life, as I go into a new decade, do I really need to think about rebooting? Like it needs total like you know the old computers like the old apple how you would reboot (laughs) like it needs a total take out the floppy disk and like (laughs) like we gotta i forgot about floppy disk maybe it's your maybe it's your health maybe it's your weight maybe it's your fitness whatever i think now more than ever is the time to think about that and be prepared to have supports in place because if not, as, as we both know, you can have the best goals, but most people give up on those goals within two weeks of January. Right. Right. Um, and what I love about what we're doing too, is that we want to help you like provide a roadmap to your specific goal. Right. So it's not just you taking a course and you're just like left to your own devices while everything is going to be really amazing and good resources like the biggest thing about having the um, coaching along with it, if you choose to go that route, is you get, you know, our guidance throughout the whole thing from an outside perspective. And you're getting two of us who have pretty different ways of operating within business. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're getting two totally different perspectives. And you're also getting a personalized, you know, detailed work plan, depending on, you know, how closely yeah. you choose to work with us. Well, it's holistic. Um, yeah. And it's and driven it, by it, you, not somebody telling you, right. this is what right. you should do. It's actually us holding you accountable. I think that's the difference of a lot of programs that Kara and I have been through in that. Yes, obviously you can learn something from anything, but if it's not mm-hmm. holistic in that balance between the spiritual and the strategic and personally developing you to be to overcome the thinking like I mean Kara and I spent hours on the phone just processing things and it has nothing to a lot of times it has nothing to do with even the company that we've started together 
it had to do with her boutique or it has to do with my company, my education company that I have. Like it has to do with other things. And through that, we found the power in that learning and just even holding each other accountable to things. Um, I think that's key takeaway too, is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. I think it's really easy for us to come up with excuses. And we touched on this a little bit in the last episode, truth bomb. Um, when we, when we talked about, do we really even tell ourselves the truth? So if you're sitting there and you keep saying, well, you know, I can't, I just can't get to the gym because there's not a busy. Well, okay. Let's get honest here. How much time did you spend on social media? How much time did you spend? I mean, well, not only time factor do you really want to because if you really wanted to you would be doing it right you would be because I want to do I do because I love doing them well what would you say if I who's like constantly putting it on the back burner it's probably because there's an element of me that either there's a block somewhere or I really truly at my court this is not my desire right you don't know how to work through that block you won't ever get to it So what would you say to somebody who's like, well, it's easy for that person to say, but they had this. It's not easy for anybody. It's not easy for us sitting here. Yep. I like you might listen to this conversation or some of our previous conversations and been like, those girls, how, why do they think they have it all together? We do not think we have it all together. We're (laughs) We're just broadcasting our mess. (laughs) (laughs) We're broadcasting our best. We're sharing the wisdom that we've gained that we think is really valuable. And to be honest, it's just not easy. If if somebody's trying to tell you that this process is easy or any change process is easy, it's not. I mean, you have it's you cannot be faint of heart though, when it comes to how you want your life to be, right. that is all really that you're put on earth here to be accountable for you, you. And so, you're the designer of your life. Like that I think is the biggest thing. Yes. God is your guide and he might give you different breadcrumbs, not my, he gives you different breadcrumbs, but we have free will for a reason. You can develop the roadmap of what that looks like, because if you've been given gifts and talents and passions, like you're meant to do something with them. And for, for at different times when we sit back and I know Kara and I have both felt this way at different times, but when we do sit back and go into a victim mode or we say, oh, well, life is just happening to me or whatever those thing, those, um, those different um, lack mindset type things have been programmed inside of us for whatever reason, you have to work really hard to overcome it. Right. And, and that I don't think it's it, easy for anybody to admit. And before that, there has to be an awareness that you're even doing it. And that is the power of having a coach and having somebody who will say, do you realize when you just said that you immediately then shot down your, like a lot of times I think we don't even hear ourselves. Right. I think we are, our tendency as humans is to doubt ourselves. I don't know why that is. Um, 
and maybe not maybe that isn't true for everybody maybe some people have been taught in a way to always like trust their instinct or I don't know I don't know what that is um but we tend to for me anyhow when I think of something really amazing my next thought is probably usually well that's stupid (laughs) or why or why it couldn't or why yeah why it couldn't work yeah or yeah exactly explaining to myself why this isn't a good idea Mm. um so I have tried I have really had to shift my mind to block out that second thought because it's not productive how do you do that how do you do that talk you talk through that because I I tried I mean our journal our challenge that we did and the 20 page journal really does break that down of how do I go from limiting beliefs to actually having looking at things as a limitless opportunity but you personally how did you start overcoming that when you would notice pre previous right you probably never noticed but then you started noticing and you'd be like oh wait why did I think that way? Like what goes, like talk through exactly what happens in your mind. And actually that episode that we talked about that mean girl voice in our head. Oh yeah. yeah. That really hit home. That really hit home a lot for me because I was like, that is so very, very true. We are our worst. Like I think in the episode um, I might've talked about walking into a room and how I feel when I walk into a room full of people which is not good. Justine feels the opposite way. She feels like energized and amazing about it. I tend to like shrink back and like look at everybody and like think what they must be thinking about me, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is mm-hmm. my mean girl. And then mm-hmm. I tend to get like a little guarded and off, off putting that kind of thing. So that is the work in progress that I, that I'm still working on. But um, we really like, I, when I, we had that conversation, I started like literally saying, well, what, what am I going to do in my head? Because that is true for me. I have all these negative thoughts flood in about either myself or um, an idea that I have or something like that. So instead of thinking and allowing those thoughts in, when I have an idea or a thought, I immediately counter it with why that is true. So for instance, if I walked into a room and I was like, um, well, let's not even say walked into the room. Say I have an idea for um, a drawing that I want to do or something like that. I don't know. Okay. I don't draw that much. Anymore, but, um, and, and my inclination is to say, well, that's stupid. Nobody's going to look at it. Um, and if I show it to people, people are going to think it's stupid. So that's my initial thought. Instead of thinking that I'm going to think to myself, okay, well, first of all, I'm going to start planning out what I'm going to draw. So, okay, I'm going to draw a landscape. Great. What do I want to use for this landscape? I'm going to, I'm going to think about using colored pencils versus um, paint versus watercolor versus whatever. And then what color scheme am I going to use? So I started t- taking myself down the creative process more in in depth and like thinking about the final product and like, how am I going to feel when I look at what this, when I'm done, right? Is it going to feel, am I going to be proud of this or am I going to feel 
I'm going to choose to be proud of it because I put work and energy into it. And so I let myself go down more of the creative trail and just start doing things than letting myself sit there and, and beat myself down about what my intention was to begin with. It's really good. Well, and it's also, I mean, that's something that we will do if, if you decide to work with us at some point and part of this process, especially in reboot, be about down what will it look like what will it feel like where will I live what will I be doing on a daily basis like really putting that out there because if you don't start and the bible actually talks about this numerous times about writing it down and making it plain spelling it like it might not be it's like okay well I want it to happen in a month because I also do think there's an element of a microwave results culture that we live in. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start this and it's going to happen tomorrow. Mm, that's also, again, being real talk about the holistic approach to writing a book or publishing a book or, or putting out a blog or whatever it is that you are pursuing. Um there, I, I think we have to remember that gentleness and grace and patience with ourselves just as much as we do with others. Um, and part of this reboot, this first step of our five-step process and the five-month uh, program and course that we are offering, Bold Without Burnout, we are diving into that and we do start there in a lot of ways. So not only are we unpacking how you got to your way of thinking and so we can help you reboot, but also mapping out like, what does that look like for you? Because if you can't even envision what a life would look like with no debt or working from home every day or whatever your goal is, if you haven't even sat down to envision it, which a lot of people don't, because just like Kara's saying, you automatically think, yeah, right. Like I could ever do that. Oh yeah. Right. Like my husband's going to let me do that. You know, like whatever yeah. that thought is that actually stops you before you ever get started. And right. I and know probably me, not that true. Was, that's been an obstacle. My ups and downs with weight legitimately, I gained weight from stress and really not thinking about what I was feeding my body with. And then I went through this whole period of like, I didn't even want to go to the gym because I was so embarrassed about how I looked. And mm. there are so many things I think in our minds and we're all, we are all wired differently, but at the heart of it, it is, do you already have a limiting belief that, that you, it stops you from ever getting started with something and then it's going to keep you stuck forever? Or are you willing to see things differently? Are you willing to get bold? And also know that you can be bold and you, it, and yes, you have to put in work, but you also don't have to burn yourself out. Every day doesn't have to feel like an emotional roller coaster. And there are definitely tools and strategies that we're embedding and practices that get you to a place like where Kara's at, where she can instantly turn something around and I'm the same way, you know, but you can never get there. And I, I, again, it's why most, a lot of financial plans or a lot of weight loss plans or a lot of business plans fail because 
they say, okay, well, I want to lose a hundred pounds. Well, they look up, it's two weeks later and they're like, oh, I only lost 10 pounds. Well, losing 10 pounds in two weeks is incredible. So Mm -hmm. having those checkpoints along the way to celebrate those victories, that's part of accountability as well. And when you don't have that, it's really hard sometimes for you to see the progress. Well, and honestly, it's hard sometimes, like if you have a really great idea um, or something in your life that you want to change, sometimes that feels like I've been at points where I'm like, I was overwhelmed to begin with until, and then I, when I started thinking about actually changing whatever it is, I felt like the weight of the world was on my chest because I'm like, oh no, I actually need to do this now. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Had, like, I don't even. Paralysis and didn't want to do anything. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. It's overwhelming because you all of a sudden have like, you kind of put a timeline, timeline on yourself. Um, for how long this is supposed to take or what you think mm. it's supposed to look like. You can't, you can't do that. You really can't. Um, we, we have a timeline for our course of, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but you really like, everybody's going to operate different. Everybody has different limiting beliefs and blocks and all of that stuff that you have to work through kind of retraining your mind around and so that is going to be different for everybody based well, on. Well, yeah, that's why it's a personalized roadmap. If that's, right. if you come into the mastermind level, it's a personalized roadmap because it's based on what you tell us. So when we have right. this exercise of asking you, um, what does this look like one year, three years and five years out, you might then say what this means is we need to come up with our next six month personalized roadmap based on what you said you wanted to have by the next five years. And again, right. that's going to look different for different people. If somebody comes in and says, you know, I would just like to publish a book by 2022. Okay. Well, their first steps and how we personalize their roadmap are, are going to look very different than somebody who says, I'm hardcore, I'm all in, I'm at your VIP level of, of like two-on-one support from both sisters. And I want to go from mapping out my book idea to publishing it in six months. That's also possible. But again, it's understanding that those paths are personalized and both are going to have very different ups and downs depending on the rate of speed that you want to grow and the rate at speed that you do want to achieve those goals and dreams. And to be okay with, again, our first key takeaway was about pivoting that sometimes it might turn out a little differently, but that's also part of embracing that process because God knows much better what we need and what we need to have. And I don't know, I don't know if Carrie, you even remember this, but actually my, when I started my educational consulting firm, I had, my business had a totally different name and I had a completely differently designed website. I actually changed the name of my company 
because I was like what you were describing. I was so broad and trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do, but my company was actually named Lend Services, and it stood for I don't re- it stood for leadership, oh my gosh, yeah. leadership, education, and nonprofit development. Uh, okay, I and do. It was, I, yeah, I, do. I had an entire website. I had a different logo. Like I went a hundred percent all in. At that point, I had had no business mentor. Um, and I pivoted within two months, I pivoted because of feedback that I had sought out from trusted advisors. And for Mm -hmm. me, yes, I was very adamant about it. I wanted to build educator aid. I wanted to become the premier resource for cultural trainings. Um, like I, my vision came together, but starting out, like if you ask anybody, like that's huge to try to be having a business where I would actually be providing services in all those categories. <laughs> but right. you yeah. couldn't have told me that at the time. Like <laughs> that was my dream. And I was jumping into entrepreneurship and I loved all of it, leadership and education and nonprofits and development work. <laughs> and you just have to be willing though, that like, I still actually get to do all those things with schools, but it's much more defined and it also leverages my unique gifts and talents and expertise. So if you're not willing to do that, then that's a different story. And like Kara said, kind of full circle here with our conversation, maybe that's where you need to ask yourself, well, maybe I'm not really passionate about this if I don't even have the wherewithal to try to reimagine how it could look. Right. So I will, I'm actually going to close this out. So we, one of our participants in the five days bold challenge, um, her name is Lauren and she actually has an incredible blog where she shares recipes and it's called plantsdish.com. But I just want to share what she reviewed after the five days bold challenge, which again, you can get at spiritually strategic strategic.com. The free journal is there. It's about a 20-page resource, completely free. Um, But she just said, working with Spiritually Strategic has been nothing short of life-changing, of a life-changing experience. I was challenged to spend a little time with just me and dig deep into my own thoughts. I gained clarity on what makes me tick, what I truly want from life, and how I can get there with the talents that I'm passionate about. After just one week, I'm on a clear path to pursue my God-given gifts while kicking limiting beliefs to the curb. I even got my first paying client the very day that I made this decision for myself. Thank you. I love that. Thank you, Lauren. So we're already meeting so many amazing people and hearing that if we just pause and actually our challenge we did, we were just asking people to commit to like 10 minutes a day it's actually not a super like lengthy, you can, you, I mean, you can take as long as you want. Like there were certain days I took longer, certainly to journal and think through some things, but um, yeah, I think that was our biggest push. Like, even if you don't share about it, even if you want to keep it private to yourself, even if you feel like crying or it's really hard for you to even look in the mirror and face those things like that, it's still a step. And asking yourself, well, why am I not willing to take 10 minutes a day for myself? Right. Yeah. So, all right. Beautiful. Well, yes. So thank you listeners. We so much appreciate your support. 
please continue to share with others if you find value in this and feel free to drop us a line or a DM on Instagram um, or check us out at our, our new website, spirituallystrategic.com. Um, and we will, we will be here with step two in episode 28. All right. Bye sister. Bye sister.